Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey fam, I'm Jada Pinkett Smith, and this is the Red Table Talk podcast. All your favorite episodes from the Facebook Watch Show in audio. Produced by Westbrook Audio and iHeartRadio. Please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. So, it's Juneteenth, also known as Freedom Day. On June 19, 1865, the last remaining African-American slaves were set free. On this June 19th, Black America is in a crisis. Two women who I love and respect are here for real talk about the urgent time we are living in right now. They are freedom fighters from two different generations. Dr. Angela Davis yes. is a legend, yes. an iconic civil rights activist mm -hmm. and one of the most brilliant women that I know. Right. And we also have Miss Tamika Mallory, who has been fighting passionately for our black brothers and sisters for over 25 years. The events of the last four weeks are unlike anything we have seen, and it's all been triggered by this horrific video. My face is gone. Uh, what do you want? I can't breathe. Please, the knee my dick. I can't breathe shit. Uh -huh. Bro, get up, get in the car, man. I will. Get up, get in the car. I can't move. I've been waiting the whole time. Ah. Bro, get up, get in the car. Mama. Get up, get Mama. in the car, right? I can't. Look at him. Go up now, bro. 
Look at him. Get off of him now. What the f? He got maze. He got maze. You think that's okay? Check his paws. Check his right Kyle, check his paws. Check. The man ain't moved yet, bro. Bro, he's not even moving. Get off of his neck, bro. Get off of his neck. Yes, look at that, bro. Bro, are you serious? It's still really upsetting. Thank goodness for social media yeah. because we could at least film it. Right. But you just think about all the times that it's right. happened over and, and all the it cases that we don't know happen. about. Yeah. Dr. Davis, when you first saw that video, how did you feel? That video represents what black people have experienced for generations and generations over and over and over again. When I saw that white cop with his hands in his pocket, nonchalantly murdering this black man, and we're collectively mourning the fact that we have not brought about change. Mm -hmm. Our own failure to stand up and say, never again, never again. I feel like right now, the first time I've ever seen so many people on the same page. Mm -hmm. On one hand, that's really inspiring and, and gives me a lot of hope. And on the other hand, it kind of feels like just now. Just now. Right. right. Yeah. After all this time. I don't watch these videos, so um, I can't anymore yeah. because um, I find myself being paralyzed by the constant trauma. Mm -hmm. You know, and I get videos that most folks will never see. People right. text me videos all the time, kids being beaten, yeah. um, people being abused, women being attacked. Mm. And it's a lot. It's heavy. But I definitely heard him calling for his mother. Yeah. And when he says, Mama. Mama! Get up! We're getting Mama. the car right! It strikes a nerve because for my own son, yes. like to, know, to have him say, Mama calling for me. But I think about Eric Garner, mm -hmm. you know, saying, I can't breathe yeah. 11 times. And people stood around and I watched watch. it happen. Yeah. And that's what I see in this video. Yeah. Right. Not only do I see the man who's in his, his kneeling in his neck. I also see another person standing there protecting him yes. and trying to block people from stopping it from happening. Yes. There's just so many people complicit yeah. in this yeah. moment. When I watched the George Floyd video, just the amount of restraint, yeah. just for me to just remain steady. Yeah. I just don't think that people understand the amount of pain yeah. and then the anger that goes along with trauma. it and the trauma. But there was a meme on social media, thank God we just want justice and not revenge. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to yeah. tell you something else too. I was telling a friend of mine, I was like, hey, check it. Um, let's be glad that the guns in the hood are not organized. Are not organized. And let's be glad that it didn't have to go to that. Because I'm going to tell you what, if we want to take it back to the late 60s, there was a lot of bloodshed. You know that's what I'm right. saying? And that's one of the reasons why I'm like, hey, we got to get moving. Get it right. We got to make get some it change. Right. We've been warning these folks. We've been marching. We've been crying. We've been going to Congress. We're on the Hill. We're doing all of this. So at what point yep. do people begin to see that there is a frustration that's building up 
that we can't, we can't control it anymore. After George Floyd was murdered, Tamika gave what is being called the most powerful speech of a generation. We are in a state of emergency. Black people are dying in a state of emergency. And there's an easy way to stop it. Charge all the cops, not just some of them, not just here in Minneapolis, charge them in every city across America where our people are being murdered. Do what you say this country is supposed to be about, the land of the free for all. It has not been free for black people, and we are tired. Don't talk to us about looting. Y'all are the looters. America has looted black people. America looted the Native Americans when they first came here. The violence was what we learned from you. So if you want us to do better, then damn it, you do better. so true yes 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 that was an absolutely incredible speech you made uh, right <laughs> and it's inspiring just one week ago this heartbreaking video was public another black man 27 year old rayshard brooks is dead at the hands of the police can you step out with me please yes sir is it okay if i pat you down to make sure you don't have any weapons absolutely right, can you just turn around face away from me real quick I can just go home. I have my daughter's there right now. My three, my daughter's birthday was yesterday. Just trying to make sure, man, you're safe to drive, that's all. I know, man. I know, I know. You're just doing your job. All right, just take a deep breath in. Put your mouth over the mouthpiece. Blow as hard as you can until I tell you to stop. Blah, 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 blah. Stop. Very good. I just uh, had a, a few drinks. That's it. Uh, I think you've had too much to drink to be driving. Put your hands behind your back for me. Put your hands behind your back. One of the most painful things for me is that the idea that black men are the most dangerous creatures mm -hmm. on the planet. Yeah. Yep. So that if he's drunk mm -hmm. in a drive-through at Wendy's, that oh, justifies that him right. being murdered, or everyone talking about whatever George Floyd's rap sheet might have been. Right. As if any of that has anything to do with, with his rights yeah. to be treated as a human being. Yes, right. And the fact that we are still dealing with that issue. Mm. Yeah. Well, you can't even be 12 years old no. in a park. Because Tamir Rice was shot in a park yes. with a toy gun right. that is sold in the store that any other child would be able to play with, especially if they're not a black child. Right. In this situation, within seconds, Tamir Rice is shot. 12 years old because they see black boys yes. also yes. as being black men. Absolutely. We are criminalized from very young. Black men are demonized. Mm -hmm. The whole history of racism is uh, full of images of the demonization of black men. Right. But let's not forget that black women also yes. suffer as a result yes. of this racist violence. Absolutely. Uh, as a matter of fact, black women were lynched. The worst examples of lynching consisted of a, a pregnant black woman yeah. being lynched and the fetus being cut out of yeah. her stomach. 
Yeah. So let's also remember Breonna Taylor yes. and all of the women who have suffered as a result of this racist violence. As long as this violence continues to be inflicted on black people, no one is safe. Mm -hmm. The older white man who was the protester uh, in Buffalo, New York, mm -hmm. he also suffered yep. as a result. Yeah. One thing that I heard you say, Dr. Davis, that I thought that was very interesting, is diversity and inclusion enough? As far as white people going, well, I'm doing my part by making sure that I, you know, I love black people. I'm, 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 employing, I'm, I'm employing more black people. You know, I'm giving money to more community services for black people, which I think is great. great. I think it's good that we're seeing so many white people out in the street. Yes. I won't talk about Roger Goodell taking a knee. When people like that engage in such behavior, it's actually a good thing because it represents their sense that they've got to find their way to the right side of history. That's all it represents. It doesn't represent what they really think, what they really feel, what they're uh, committing to doing. It represents uh, the fact that they want to be included in those movements that are moving in the direction of progress. But let me say why inclusion and diversity just don't work, not by themselves. And it has to do with the fact the powers that be are constantly seeking ways to de-radicalize our demands. Every single university has an office of a diversity and inclusion. That simply means including black people within a racist institutions without rooting the structural racism out of the institution itself. So yes. mm. diversity and inclusion are okay, but only when they're paired with justice, mm -hmm. only when they're connected to transformation. Mm. The institution as a whole has to be transformed. I mean, I've, I've, I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%.
Identity theft protection starts here. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. On a small level and just my own industry, you know, with the whole diversity, inclusion, and just seeing how you're right, just as far as the, how the infrastructure itself, the very mm. foundation, the very foundation mm-hmm. is not changing. Mm-hmm. So I've had to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. So that really resonated for me when I heard you say, yeah, that infrastructure, yeah, it's the same thing. It is with exactly the, the same thing police, because yeah. diversity and inclusion means quotas. Mm-hmm. It means numbers. Right. You know, we're giving yep. X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. We hired this number of people. Yep. White people have to be responsible for deconstructing white supremacy. It is Bingo. your thing. Your people started it. Yeah, that's right. It's what you uh, are. You're privileged enough to enjoy the benefits of it. Yeah. So you have to actually deconstruct it. So Karen, who works in the corporation, <laughs> who's always looking for a reason to report other black women because, you know, she came in this morning. She wasn't nice enough to me. When she goes to human resources to complain about something that is silly there should be a stop right there that this will not be tolerated and it should be called out. That's deconstructing yeah. white supremacy within the industry. You will not terrorize our employees because the person just wasn't nice enough to you today and, and, and now she's making me feel threatened. Mm-hmm. And I'm running around the office with white tears. That has to stop. And most people don't want to do that. They'll, they'll say, well, you know how she is. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, a black woman who may come in, she may be frustrated. She's going through a lot. Yes, she got the job, but she feels under pressure yeah. at every moment. She's sitting there. She can't in any way get upset in a meeting. You can't. Right. You can't even show that you don't like something. You actually yeah. have to go along to get along. So deconstructing white supremacy is to deal with the Karens that work on your job, mm-hmm. the Karens that are in your family. Yep. Excuse me, your mama mm-hmm. who's telling you that she's going to vote for somebody that is harmful to people of color because that's Billy Bob that we love. You know, I know Billy Bob since he was a kid. Billy Bob is a racist. Mm-hmm. And that has to so don't worry about so much coming to our movement. Right. Yes. We, 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 we welcome you. But that's part two. Right. Part one is how are you getting uninvited from Thanksgiving, from the Christmas party, <laughs> and from the activities where you know white supremacy flies around. Right. right. In case you don't know, 
Tamika, tell us what does it mean to call someone a Karen? It's the mindset. You know, yeah. first of all, black Twitter is a place where <laughs> you can find love or you can find something else. Right. You, know, you don't want to get caught in black Twitter on the wrong side. For black people, because of everything that we've experienced, coming up with names and ways to describe the pain and right. the insult and the injury is all we have. Right. So you at least have to be able to call it out. Yeah. So Karen is a part of that. Karen and Becky, yeah. these are names that people have used to describe a certain behavior. Mm -hmm. And what happened with Amy Cooper in the park, in mm -hmm. Central Park in New York, she would be considered a Karen. Okay. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm gonna tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. There is an African-American man. I am in Central Park. He is recording me and threatening myself and my dog. I'm being threatened by a man in the Rambo. Please send the cops immediately. Hi, I'm asking you if this is your property. Why are you asking? Because well, it's private property. Because it's private property, so sir. So are you defacing private property? And you don't know if I live here or we're if this actually, is my property. We actually do know. That's why we're asking. Oh, really? Then call the cops. And that, people, is why Black Lives Matter. I've been hearing about Karen, but I haven't watched the tape. It's a real thing. And we make the joke, but the truth is, if the police showed us, yeah. yeah, it's dangerous because Karen is a direct connection. It mm -hmm. goes from her to the knee in the neck, yeah. right? to the I can't breathe, to the Breonna Taylor being shot. And so in order to be a white person who's like, what do we do? You've got to actually deal with that yeah. behavior. This is really historical, though, and I, I want to touch on this for a moment, how white womanhood has mm. been protected by racism and, and, and white supremacy. The idea that Karen knows to exactly. say that a black man, I'm going to tell the police that you're a black man who is threatening my life. And it goes all the way back to Emmett Till. And of course, lynching was represented as a response to black male rapists. And of course, it was the Southern white womanhood that had to be safeguarded by lynching black men. It wasn't about uh, sexual assault. Lynching was necessary in order to preserve white womanhood. One can look at so many cases, the case of the Scottsboro Nine. These black men ended up spending decades of their lives behind bars, and many of them were sentenced to death because of the false uh, claim on the part of white women in Scottsboro, Alabama, that they had been raped uh, by uh, these men. But what I want to say is that there have also been white women who resisted this. And I think it's important for us to point that out uh, as well. Uh, in 1933, an organization uh, against lynching was created by Southern white women. There are white women who genuinely want to participate in what is happening right now, but a lot of them aren't educated around the issues. So how can we help with that? When we started the Women's March, it was four co-chairs and one white woman, and we're sitting together one day, and she said, I don't understand 
what racism and women's issues have to do with one another. Yeah, no. We have a commonality and we can just focus on this and then leave the black thing over there that's separate. Yeah, now see, let's get, mm. let's get to that. And I was like, first I was angry. This is one of the things that I just have a difficult time with my white sisters, okay? Mm -hmm. It's like you are fighting sexism Okay, you were fighting for your equal rights. Mm. So if we talk about all the isms that mm -hmm. are tools that are used to oppress groups of people, I just have a very difficult time why racism cannot be recognized mm -hmm. as a tool, a fierce tool mm -hmm. of oppression that sits right there and is the sister to sexism, Absolutely. is the sister to misogyny, mm -hmm. is the sister to all of those tools that are used to oppress groups of people, right? right? So if you are mm -hmm. a freedom fighter as a white woman, mm -hmm. I can't understand for the life of me why it is so difficult to understand how racism is a tool that's used to oppress people and as long as there's any oppressed person on this planet All of us your are. fight will never will never mm. will never end right right and i think that's the thing that we need to get our white sisters to understand you can't separate your isms from ours yeah. mm. that's the privilege though that that some of them have or some of them recognize and they want it they want to maintain power and position can we honestly mm. honestly dr davis and tamika expect white people to dismantle white supremacy because they're giving up their power if they do that like how do we expect that and i'm just asking a, a very honest question right yeah. when we talk about getting to the core yeah hmm. okay it's a deep question when we talk yeah. about core infrastructure mental and that physical. we know we don't hold the keys to right can we honestly expect I think there's some white people that will. There's some that have devoted their lives yeah. to fighting it, but it's not widespread enough. But maybe this is the moment when we're beginning to see people from all over the world, mm -hmm. not just white folks in America, yeah. right. saying, hey, this is too much. Maybe it's the generations to come. Because when I look at Willow's generation, they have a different mindset. Yeah, they really like, do. We're not even sure. It's like, am I a boy? Am I a girl? It's like we're blurring the colors. We're, we're making, you know what I mean? We're like, blurring yeah. everything. We're blurring, blurring everything. Yeah. We're blurring the lines. It's very we're blurring yeah, the lines blurred. between gender. We're, it's yeah. very blurred. And kids are growing up with this understanding that you can be whatever you want, yeah. and and you're not defined by your oppression yeah. or your gender, gender. or yeah. your color. You know what what I are mean? your thoughts, Dr. Davis? You know, I think that we can't underestimate the gravity of this moment, mm -hmm. of the changes that we're seeing. Young people have given us the capacity to question that which is considered normal. Yes. yes. The fact that within such a short period of time, people began, it seems, to get it. People are waking up. Mm. I won't say they're woke, but I'm <laughs> waking. Right. Yeah. And we advantage of that. Right. Yeah. So let me ask another question. And just in regards to the idea within our own community mm. of getting the black community to understand 
Now listen, we can't be fighting racism and practicing sexism and misogyny. Oh, man. Cool. Oh, man. You know, I think one. that we don't understand that that all goes hand in hand. I see that as a huge issue that we need to deal with at some point. I don't know if today is it, right. because we have some very pressing, pressing issues at hand. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah. I do know that to press on, mm -hmm. That is something mm -hmm. that we have to, have to uh, deal with. That have we to have to deal yeah. with because for this momentum to continue, I do believe that there has to be a deeper sense of unification Absolutely. within our community. Absolutely. You know, and we exist in a patriarchal society right. where we uphold our men, mm -hmm. the man, as being the center. And, and I, I don't disagree with that. I think that we should make sure we respect our men. You know, my father's the head of my family's household you know he is the man but he will say to you in a moment if I want to get anything done around here yep. I gotta let your mom right. have her way <laughs> That's what she said. just like white people have to deconstruct white supremacy mm -hmm. men have to deal with patriarchy that's right and specifically in our community because we can't do it without them and they cannot do it oh, without definitely. us and I sometimes think that through all of the anger that they experience they sometimes come back and it's directed towards so, us. Of course. Yeah. And I think that that's another thing that would need to be addressed because that's so real, you know? And when you look at why racism exists and why sexism exists, it's mm -hmm. all around power. It's all around power. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so we have to kind of change our ideas around yeah. that as well. well who I else believe. do you beat up? Yeah. Because you can't go beat up the cop. You can't yeah. beat your boss up mm -hmm. at work. You can't. So now you come home and there's a vulnerable black woman there yeah. who's willing to take it all. Yeah. We're going to take it. We're like, give it to me. I'll hold it so that you could go back out there into the world and be productive. Yeah. Let me say this, too, that even back in 1968, Stokely Carmichael said, right. we're not strong enough to fight each other and the enemy. So yes. let's not take our eyes yeah. off the prize right. and what the real issues really are. And that's real talk right there. I think the mantra is all black lives matter. That's so important. And I, even I have had to work on unlearning some of the things that I have learned from family, from childhood, things you hear when people didn't necessarily understand or respect the LGBTQIA community yeah. properly. And now, you know, I have through, first of all, being humble enough to know that I didn't know a lot yeah. and I needed to learn, I've come to a place when I'm like, we have to protect black trans women. Yes. This is real. Yeah. This is and real. And so I posted on my page and let me tell you, in the beginning, when I first started posting it, I was like, oh, Jesus, look, yeah. watch, just watch the comments. And people were like saying the craziest, craziest things. Yes. Oh, and now I'm posting it and I'm like, hey, if you don't like it, unfollow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all you have to do. Because right. guess what? Everybody can't go. Right. right. Everyone is just not going to be with us. So let's talk about cancel culture. That is so prevalent right now. I'm seeing people shaming others, like saying really terrible things shaming people for what they're choosing to say or shaming people for not saying anything at all. If we really want change, shaming doesn't lead to learning. Cancel culture is a little dangerous. I've been canceled. I'm expecting to be canceled, canceled at you, some you know, point. If you don't get canceled, if you're I've not been canceled, canceled several times. Yeah, <laughs> so if you're not canceled, you ain't really popping. Doing, yeah. Like, you know, you, you want to be lit, you got to get canceled. Right. So I guess. It's a space that is a little difficult to maneuver because you do have to leave people room. Yeah. To make mistakes. To make mistakes. Right. I right. totally agree. There's some 
really important aspects to our new social media technologies. Uh, we can organize and mobilize. Uh, but the tendency to shortcut everything yeah. and to assume that everybody has to know everything already. You know, what about the conversation? And this is a moment in which we can share and learn and think and converse. People should not be afraid of being canceled because they make a mistake <laughs> yeah. in that process. I have to agree, 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 because this is the time for conversation. Yeah, and of course, people are going to say, something wrong. Yeah. People are going to have different views yeah. about a whole lot of stuff, specifically in these times. Yeah. And I was talking to some friends of mine. I'm like, don't be in the fight if you don't want to be in the fire. Because yeah. everybody's been able to play a safe middle. Mm -hmm. yeah. There ain't no safe middle There's here. No middle. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know what, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so I'm telling everybody, you just got to know your position mm -hmm. and you got to just be steady. You do. You ten know, toes be, ten, yeah. toes ten toes down. down. Because if you're in this conversation and you're in this movement, fire is coming your way. And mm -hmm. it's okay. Mm -hmm. And that goes for black people, that goes for white people who are trying. I would mm -hmm. say to white people who are trying, keep trying, you know, but make sure it's genuine. Yeah. Right. And yeah, you're going to get thing. bit up. You are. You're going to get bit up. You There's are. no way around it. And right. it's okay. Yeah. Keep moving. Because yeah. it's tough. And you're going to get burned. You're going to yes. get burned. You are. You There's no way around it. You're going to get canceled. Somebody's going to get canceled. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. 
The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. I want to talk about, you hear all of this about um, how Hollywood should be involved. Black Hollywood, white Hollywood. Everybody's mm. just trying to, like, right. figure it out. For me personally, it's like I want to be connected to somebody whose boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And I feel like that way we can really know and understand what position we play. And so what can people who have platforms do mm-hmm. to help the movement that is happening right now? Yeah. So I don't think people are connected enough. I think influencers, unfortunately, you know, y'all gonna get me in trouble for telling the truth on this show. <laughs> it's a mess. The managers and the PR people yeah. and the agents yeah. and all those folks get in the way yeah. of you as an artist and as an influencer yeah. getting mm-hmm. right to the core of what you need to be at. You right. know, Your freedom is not going to be determined because your agent finds you the best organization yes. that has all the bells and whistles. And I tell folks all the time, I can't work with the assistant right. on your freedom. Right. Yes. I need your phone number so I can talk to you. In order to do the Breonna Taylor campaign, I was on the phone with Alicia Keys myself at 2 o'clock in the morning. And then Alicia called me. And she she told me. And Kelly Rowland and MC Light and all these folks, Cardi B and I were on the The phone. phone. Like, what do we do? You know, and she's super brilliant because she was the one to say, hey, we should do it like this. We should say these things. Here's the script. I mean, that's what you need. You got to go out there. You got to hit the ground. Yeah. Luckily enough, we were able to help get Brianna's law Brianna passed. passed. Yes. Which is great. What are the next steps? We have an election coming up. Now, we may not all be excited about how things are, are turning out, but there is an election coming. That means we have to register and ensure that younger people and other folks yes. are at the polls because we're going to have some issues there. Mm-hmm. You have voter suppression yeah. that yeah. we're dealing with across the country. We see people standing online in Georgia just in the latest Democratic primary. People were standing online for five and six hours mm-hmm. trying to vote in America right. in 2020. And also encouraging people who otherwise wouldn't vote to vote. By I know so many young people who feel like democracy doesn't exist. Not just young people, though. There's so many people that don't believe in the process anymore. How are you? Because right now, I don't feel like either party is servicing Uh, the the black communities. Here's what I'm tired of. Mm. I'm tired of that party acting as if they are servicing our community, and they are not. But yet, They know we have no other place to go. So what can we do? We can ask ourselves, what candidate can be most effectively pressured? And we know we can't do that with the current occupant of the White House. The only reason to vote for the Democratic candidate is because we may be better able to generate our protest and our power and to pressure that candidate into moving in a more progressive direction. And what that means is I love the protest sides that say defund the police. Absolutely. Mm. Yes. I think 
have to abolish policing as it currently exists because okay. it is so saturated with racism and violence that there is no way to truly reform right. yeah, policing. Right. I think we begin there. I agree 100% that I don't think you can reform a institution that was designed yeah. to be slave catchers, yes. right? Like history. that's the history, that the history of, policing. of the police. People get really afraid of words, you know, yes. and everybody's like, oh, don't say defund. No, you have to say defund. So explain what defund the police means. Right. Right. So when you think about defunding the police, what you're saying is that it's not working. And you're not hearing us because we're still dying. Right. So now we got to start messing with your budget. Police officers are being given a terrible job, Jada. They're yeah. being asked to go to a mentally ill person's home. Mm -hmm. And now you become the doctor. Right. And you're asking them to move into those situations without the proper tools. Right. And they also don't have the sensitivity for our people and our right. communities. Right. That's just something that you can't be taught. So when they approach a drunk man right. on the street, what's going to happen is what they do. Right. Use of force. Yeah. That's right. Versus taking some of the funding from that right. and putting it towards mental health experts right. and people who know how to approach, approach. situations and de-escalate the problem. There is no reason why we are sitting here mm -hmm. and Rayshard mm -hmm. Brooks is dead. dead. Yeah. You're right that about that. That could have been handled in a totally, totally different, different way. way. So basically what you're saying is <laughs> defunding the police does not mean right. that police will not show up when right. you dial 911, right. but that we need to use some of that funding For for other, other services. For other services. I also believe in abolishing the police, so I'm gonna say that here. I don't wanna walk away not being honest. Right before I got here, people mm -hmm. were calling me like, do not say that. Right. Like, you just can't because it's, no, I wanna have courage. Yes. I wanna be politically courageous. At some point, we need to get to a place where we do not need police officers with heavy you know, machinery in right. our communities. But at this point, what is being discussed right. so that people can woosah yeah. is that, yes, you will be able to call the police. Right. Yeah. Is there anything I wanna say before we leave the table? People need to stay in the street, mm -hmm. Jada. Don't go home. Hey. Yes. We can't go back. Yes. Because guess you. what? Since we've been in the street, folks mm -hmm. are moving. In. So don't go home. Because when you go home, then it's quiet and people can go back to business as usual. Right. Yeah. I totally agree with uh, uh, Tamika. This is the most exciting moment I have experienced in my entire life. And I want it to continue. Just, Never seen anything yeah. like it in my yeah. lifetime. There ain't gonna be no justice. There ain't gonna, gonna be, be no, no peace. peace. Yeah. No justice, no, <laughs> no peace. I just wanna thank you both. Yeah. This was an awesome conversation. We are beyond honored yes. that you both blessed us with your wisdom, your power, your strength, and just thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. 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 And thank you, Dr. Davis. Maybe you'll come back and share with us again. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love her so much. Yes, she's just brilliant.
To join the Red Table Talk family and become a part of the conversation, follow us at facebook.com slash redtabletalk. Thanks for listening to this episode of Red Table Talk podcast, produced by Facebook Watch, Westbrook Audio, and iHeartRadio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.